You are so powerful. And the only thing holding you back is the belief that you are not. And that someone outside of you has the ability to bring you down. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello and welcome. It's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Thank you for being here as always. I'm going to make a little request at the beginning here. If you are someone who has listened before and you got something from this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could go over and just rate, which takes a millisecond, or review, which takes a minute. Um, You can tap the stars. I prefer Apple Podcasts for the reviews. And what that does is it helps the podcast rank so that more people can find it. If they're searching for um, spiritual support podcasts, this one will pop up if we have more ratings and reviews. So please, if you have a second in your heart and you felt good, that's all I ask of you um, to help bring more awareness to the podcast. Okay. So um, moving on to today's episode... It's something that has been a profound shift for me. And I've heard it over and over again, and it hasn't really resonated until now. I intellectually understood it, but it didn't resonate with my life. I was like, okay, that I can see how that could make sense. But what about this? And my ego would come in and provide a bunch of proof as to why that could not be true. And what I'm talking about is ownership and responsibility of everything that happens to you in your life. Some people might not be ready to hear this podcast, and maybe even when you listen to it, you won't even hear it, if you know what I mean. You have to be willing and ready to receive, but the amount of healing and powerfulness and just complete relaxation into accepting what is, accepting your responsibility in your life, And the power that you hold is so freeing. And even if it might be holding the power of something that maybe you didn't like so much, it still creates empowerment. It's pretty surprising. So let me talk a little bit more about what this means, what this looks like. So in my past life, some of you might be able to resonate with this as well. When circumstances that would happen to me I would deem outside of my control, which yes, there there will be those things that happen, um, but I would assume the role of the victim and the world or the person or the event that occurred was the victimizer. So the language of why is this happening to me? How could this happen to me? Maybe the loss of a job, passing of a loved one, a relationship ending, a divorce, whatever it is, and taking the role of victim releases your power away to the circumstance. It takes away the concept that everything's always working out for you, which stems from the belief that source, universe, Allah, God, whatever it is that you believe in, 
loves you, cares about you, and wants what's best for you. So when you take the role of the victim, you're really recreating this whole ecosystem of beliefs that just don't serve you. And it really creates hopelessness, takes away your ability to take control and assume the role of owner of your over your life. So when you can shift the thought process when these circumstances come about, instead of saying, why did this happen to me? Why is this happening to me? Ask yourself, why did I create this? And the and instantly allows you to take responsibility and hold power over the circumstance. And depending where you are on the emotional guidance scale, like I've talked about this before, Abraham Hicks has a scale and it's emotions one through 22. And it's really helpful to identify where you are in the scale because you can't go from number two to 22. Or yeah, 22, I think is the highest. Um, and one is the lowest. You have to jump incrementally. You can't take a train going 800 miles an hour this way and turn it around 800 miles in the other direction. You have to slow the train down and take steps. And it's the same way with our emotions. So depending where you are in regards to the circumstance that has happened to you, if it's something that's incredibly heavy, holds a lot of weight, like the passing of a loved one, or it's a bigger life experience, perhaps asking that question won't identify the answers that I'm going to outline in a second because you're just not there yet to receive that. But maybe it's been a couple months. Maybe you've allowed yourself to grieve and accepted the feelings and emotions that you've had around the circumstance. And now you're, you're ready to move on. You're willing to see things differently. And by asking, why did I create this? Not only puts the power back within you, that you create your, I don't want to say reality, but your experience of your reality based on your thoughts and beliefs. And perhaps there was a lesson that you learned from this experience that helped you to grow. Now, coming from that angle in reverse of what I just said, so coming from the victim, let's just repeat this, is you come from the space of the circumstance outside of me has the power and that there is not a higher power that's invested in my well-being. Whereas if you come from the space of why did I create this, you take responsibility, you hold the power, and you see that there is a higher power that loves, supports, and guides you and wants what's best for you. So here is an example. Let's like outline this. So I have a challenging relationship. This isn't necessarily me. This is anybody. I mean, we all have at least one challenging relationship, I would assume, in our lives. So this could be applicable for you. So I have a challenging relationship in my life that I truly want to forgive and let go of. And forgiveness is more for you than it is for the other person. So when we hold grudges against other people, it really creates animosity and hurt and pain and suffering within ourselves. 
I like to think of the idea of when you don't forgive someone and they don't care, maybe they don't even realize that they've done wrong to you. And they're out and about and they're exploring the world and they're enjoying themselves. And then I like to imagine myself at home suffering because I'm not forgiving them. And they don't even realize they've done me wrong. <laughs> and that's not even a thing actually, which is what we're talking about today. But so just recognizing the true essence of forgiveness is really for yourself. It's like taking a pill and expecting your enemy to die. I'm sure you've heard that phrase before. I'm going to go on a little tangent around forg- forgiveness here for a second. Um, not only is this process of why did I create this and owning the power of your experience helpful in this type of a circumstance, but another way in which you can forgive someone is you if you can't connect to them physically or communicate to them, or maybe you're not ready to communicate with them, or maybe they've passed on, they're on the other side, you can meditate and speak to their higher self. This is incredibly, incredibly powerful. And what I've found is when I do this to people who are still here in physical form, the relationship solves itself. So if I have an issue with someone in my life, and I'm just not ready to speak to them face-to-face or over the phone because I'm just concerned about where my emotions are at. I don't want to say something I'm going to regret, or maybe I'm just really upset and I'm just not ready to talk. This is when I'll speak to their higher self, and I it's so healing. And then it creates the energy that just resolves the whole experience in the physical world. Another option is writing them a letter. Now, I recommend actually physically writing versus emailing a letter just because I feel like the actual art of writing helps to kind of release a little bit more the physical act of doing that and writing down with no filter everything that you want to say to them. So those are just, that was a little tangent on the forgiveness front, but those things are incredibly healing. Oh, and very important key is you don't send the letter. You tear up the letter because oftentimes we think someone needs to know something, but really the healing is created when we feel as though we were able to express ourselves. That's what makes us feel good. Them understanding how you feel is unnecessary. It's you understanding how you feel and being at peace with your own emotions is what's necessary. So again, kind of going back to this power. Okay, so let's get back on track here. So we're talking about why did I create this? So think of a relationship that you may have a challenging time with. Okay? Then write down why you feel you have a challenging time with this person. And you can even do it in just like bullets. Like, this person doesn't understand me. They never listen. They drink too much. They don't take care of themselves. Okay, so you write down all these judgments and beliefs on why you have a challenging relationship with this person. And now this is the shift. This is the reframe of the relationship. Kind of pulling back the power, determining that you are creating this relationship 
is you shift the language. So I think I said, I should have just wrote that down. But I think I said, um, they don't understand me. They don't listen to me. They drink too much. They don't take care of themselves. Now you're going to change the language to I don't understand me. I don't listen to myself. I drink too much. I don't take care of myself. And see how that resonates. So you're turning back the judgment upon yourself. And maybe, just maybe, maybe you're like, I don't drink too much. But maybe you did. And there's a part of you that holds judgment against yourself for having a drinking problem in the past. Or maybe you used to treat yourself unkind and you didn't take care of yourself. Whatever it is, every relationship and circumstance is reflecting back to you a belief system that you already hold within you. Because if it wasn't within you, it wouldn't exist and would not be within your awareness. And so when these people come along and quote unquote challenge us, they're really giving us this beautiful gift to look inward and solve the judgments that we're giving power to our external circumstances. It's so profound. I highly, highly recommend this process. And some people might be like, what in the actual F is she saying right now? And I totally get it. So I originally heard this from Byron Katie's Accepting What Is. And I did the exercise with someone in my life who I've had challenges with. And I, my jaw dropped to the ground. Because even though I knew the concepts and the practice, I was like, okay, that I don't really get how this is working. And then I did it and it was like so insane. So the jail that we hold others in, the judgments, the um, standards, et cetera, are all what we hold ourselves in. And so if we can learn full self-acceptance, all the parts of us, understanding them, honoring them, respecting them, not wanting them to be different because we created it for ourselves so that we can grow and learn and come back to love. It's a call for love. And it's just the most profound shift you can give yourself and offer yourself And when it comes to circumstances, so maybe it's not a relationship, the question of why did I create this gives you an opportunity to reframe and identify the lesson. Why did I create my divorce? Well, I was in a place where I wasn't my authentic self. I looked for love outside of myself in my partner. I felt unworthy of love and unworthy of someone who would treat me right. I felt as though I needed to be a follower, which if you know who I am, I'm so not a follower. I'm a total leader. I love leading. And I became someone I wasn't. So I created my divorce because I would have never chosen to leave. And it was the greatest gift that has ever happened to me. Even the passing of my father, why did I create this for myself in this lifetime? Now, that was a hard one. 
It really was. It took a long time. But since then, I have learned so many lessons that I just couldn't have learned otherwise because we always learn from experience. And so all those experiences that might be even happening to you right now in this very moment, and you're thinking, you're holding on to the past and you're thinking, why did that happen to me? I'm a good person. Why did this terrible thing happen to me? And if you can dig deep and look for the silver lining and understand that you are not a victim of your life, there is not victimizers outside of you. It's your perception of the situation and giving your immense, immense power away. You are so powerful. And the only thing holding you back is the belief that you are not and that someone outside of you has the ability to bring you down. That's just a thought. That's just a story that you're telling yourself. And I understand it feels very real. But there's a part of you as well. And this is, if you, if you don't meditate, if you don't do anything for yourself, I don't care. Deep down, somewhere, covered in rocks and rubble and darkness, is a light that's still shining within you. And this podcast and these practices are here to remove the rubble and bring vibrancy and joy and expression of this light through you because that is who you truly are. And nothing can hurt this light. This light cannot be dimmed. It's literally impossible. We might perceive it's being dimmed. We might think that, but in an instant, we can ask for a miracle and shift our thoughts into believing otherwise. And when we do that, you are willing and open to see things differently so that you can serve yourself which in turn serves the world, you can't go back there again. And with baby steps over time, you're able to integrate these processes into every experience. And life becomes so self-serving when you can see it from that angle of, okay, I know with 1,000% certainty that the universe loves the shit out of me and wants me to only have good experiences. And what I choose for myself isn't necessarily the right path. You could be meant for more. And more sometimes I think gets convoluted in today's society, entrapped by the ego, that that is representing money, success, fame. That's not it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about love, joy, deep fulfillment, deep connection, authenticity, being exactly who you are with no apologies and being the full expression of who you are in this one and only life. That's 
meant for more. That's what I mean when I say that. It's not about like becoming a best-selling author. Those things are great too. Exposure is beautiful if that's an avenue you are looking to pursue. But I think sometimes, especially in self-development, is this idea that like you need to want more. And that oftentimes is associated with the physical. So the accolades, the money, the clients, the house, the cars. And that might not be for you, even though you're worthy of that, but that might not be important to you. But what those things represent to most of us is the idea that we are so supported, that we are loved, that this life is meant to be joyful, that whatever we desire can come to fruition that we're free to make our own choices, that love is the way, and that fear is an illusion. That's what those things represent, that anything is possible. So it isn't the physical things. It's this idea that you are meant to be the true expression of who you are. So... I don't even know what just happened. I love when that happens. <laughs> Before I do my podcast now, there's something called the healer's prayer that during my life coach training that we're doing right now, they want us to say before each coaching session in order to understand the appropriate power to release nerves, and to fully embrace and show up for each session. So I've kind of started doing this for the podcast and it's really working. And you can get a sense of what I'm talking about right now because I'm going to read the poem. And you can understand that when I get into the flow mode of that, that's not even me. It's source working through me to deliver the message to you that you need to hear. For those of you who are listening, I don't think anything happens by accident. And you were meant to hear what I just said, even though I don't know what it is. So the healer's prayer, this is from A Course in Miracles. It states, I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent source who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because they who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever they wish, knowing they go there with me. I will be healed as they let them teach me to heal. And it is so true. That's the end of the prayer. I'll include this in the show notes link. So if you're ever coming forward into an experience and you're feeling a little nervous, you're feeling like the weights on your shoulders, that you're the only thing controlling the situation, which... You are controlling your experience, but there's a bigger bigger hand at play. And I love this prayer because I feel like it fully brings that forward. And then I just allow whatever is meant to come through to come through. So with that, I hope you received something from the episode today and you recognize the power that you hold for your life. And I wish only good things for you. And even the thoughts that you think aren't serving you or the experiences that aren't serving you, they are. 
It's just a shift in perception. So please like, share, post, do whatever you wish with the podcast. Thank you as always for listening. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.